All right, how's it going, everybody? Welcome to Gaming Over 30. My name is Dushan Williams. This is my co-host, Christopher Makata. And today is a pre-recorded kind of video. So you'll be seeing this you know, a little bit later on Friday. So same time for you. But unfortunately, we can't ask too many questions or answer <laughs> too many questions this time around. But we hopefully you enjoy the show and hopefully that you enjoy our recording because today's question that I have for Chris is, do you watch streamers play games? I actually do, but it took me a long time to kind of get into watching people stream games and stuff like that. I was, this is probably like being uh, old people in the sense, in the sense where it'd be like, oh, why am I gonna watch someone play a game when I could just play it myself? That makes no sense. Like that's dumb, that's not entertaining. And then I started watching uh, this one person I, I used to watch because I used to work evening shifts. And so I get out of work uh, kind of late, get home, and like, I can't go to bed right away. So, But I don't want to play a game. I just want to watch something, but don't know what to watch. So I watched this dude play uh, games because he was into Destiny like me. So I was like, oh, let's see what he's doing. And then I was like, oh, this is actually really fun. Like The person's entertaining. They do some pretty cool content. And then I started branching out to other people as well who started doing streaming and stuff like that and realized, oh, this is actually like really, really cool. Like uh, one of my favorite people to watch every now and then, she does mostly Destiny, Destiny streaming, but she does more now. And that's uh, Miss 5000 Watts. And she even does like a, a anime day where, especially right before the season starts, she'll like go through all like the anime trailers, go through them with her chat, talk about it talk about the one she's excited for see what her chat is excited for and stuff like that sometimes the chat will even send her um what's it called um trailers that she wasn't aware of and she'd be like oh i'm gonna put that on my list and stuff like that so it's it becomes a really cool thing to realize oh hey like you can build a community this way you can find like a good group of people and stuff like that on the internet who aren't toxic and bad and stuff like that in these um streamers chats and stuff like that and sometimes you even end up making friends on there and stuff like that like i've played with a couple of people on her chat for destiny and stuff like that here and there where it's like oh i need to, i need help with this and they're like oh i'll jump on real quick all right cool we didn't really talk or anything but it's like hey that gets me in and out got to do a task or two and it was pretty fun what about yourself I think I'm in like the pre-working stages of that because um, like I had to redo my whole Twitch account because I don't really have a personal one anymore. So I got to go redo all that before I can really jump in there. And I was more on the, the YouTube side. Like I like the edited videos more so than like sometimes watching people stream live because there's just some of them were like, OK, I get it. You know, it, it's nice and all that. But then I seen like some of the edited ones were those are the ones that kind of get me to cope back to their channels a lot. Um, but like I said, like, I th like at first I was kind of like that too. Like, I really don't want to watch someone else play a game that I could be having fun with. Um, but I think there are certain games where you do want to see people play them, especially A, if they're good at the game, uh, B, if they are mildly entertaining at the game. You know, there are just a lot of other reasons that you would want to watch something. And I think I've kind of warmed up to that you know, being older than I am, that's like, oh, okay, like, there's people who, you know, have crazy takes with the game, kind of do particular things and all that. Um, and I think it's kind of been kind of exciting kind of going through that route. Um, mm -hmm. Still it hesitant on some. Like, there are just some that is like, oh, I could watch this person. But, like, I think what kind of gets me more is when they're more informational. 
or like I'm actually feel like I'm getting something out of it rather than just kind of always watching somebody be goofy. Cause I know it's hard to do that for eight hours. Um, yeah. Sometimes when you're talk when you see somebody like talking like on a particular subject, like they, you could see them kind of go on a little bit longer and you're like, okay, hey, that makes a whole bunch of sense. Yeah. I've, uh, I've kind of dabbled into like the Twitch streaming aspect and stuff like that. And I've, I've made it a point to make it kind of like a background noise thing and also kind of a, a thing to actually help out sometimes when I'm like trying to study or read a, like read for my class and everything. It's like, oh, I'll just put this person on who's streaming. Um, I don't really have to pay attention. I could just kind of look along and then if I need a break from reading like the book I'm doing stuff of like that for research, it's like, cool. I could take a break, see what's going on in the chat and I kind of have an idea what's going on. So it's kind of been in the background noise and so it's i found it really appealing that way and i've even seen um i even started following this other guy who he doesn't uh stream games but he streams himself playing drums and then he uh he streams himself playing uh covers or he plays his own part of drums to songs and stuff like that and i've had a chances here and there to be able to actually chat with him while he's playing and stuff like that because he's done a couple of songs of bands i like and i was like oh i like that band That's, i know this song and he's like oh yeah it's like you know that song i was like yeah like he has a really cool setup where like he can read the chat while he's playing and he's so good that he can interact with the chat while he's still playing freaking really hard drum fills and stuff it's pretty insane but um streaming's really really opened the door for people to be even even have like better chances in the gaming industry to make something of themselves because like it follows that thing of being like an influencer which kind of was a youtube thing and now streaming has an element where you have a bunch of indie games being like hey we're looking for streamers out there to promote our game because it's a good it's a good way to promote their games for free so people want to play them and don't know about them you know what before you kind of get into any other points on that i do kind of want to capture that because kind of today's topic of the video is kind of really thinking about like the things that like have been a really positive or negative like aspect to gaming what has helped gaming and stuff and all that and i think streaming itself is such a big thing i mean it's massive now but when we think about like the thought process of changing from why would I watch somebody play like a single player game to thousands of people watching somebody play a single player game? That has been a really big shift and a lot of people involved have had some benefit to it. So today's topic I really want to go, <clears throat> go over was what has streaming done for gaming? It's pretty much what I kind of want to get into before you start giving any more philosophical <laughs> answers. You know, getting past the title and all that. But essentially what you're saying, I think is relatively true. Like uh, streaming builds community, streaming builds careers, streaming sells product, and streaming overall grants exposure to new things, whether you're sure about it or you're trying to get more heads on it. It is advertisement as well as it's, it's a fun in the sun kind of environment kind of thing. And I kind of just want to go over that with you. Like, you know, what has been other things that streaming has really done for gaming and kind of what has been the bad things about um, streaming and all, but let's keep it positive, at least to the get go. So that way, you know, we're not scaring off people too much about streaming. I think um, it's really interesting to see that people have been able to make a career off of just like streaming games in a sense and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And you, from that, you have uh, a bunch of like, 
uh, charity events um, that they do and stuff like that do streaming which I think is one of the coolest things ever like uh, you have a uh, extra life that comes out now that a lot of uh, big channels and stuff like that that are streamers or even YouTube channels will come out do their streaming and stuff like that and they the, all the money that they make on Twitch or YouTube whatever they're streaming on basically goes to their charity of choice and I think that's really one of the coolest things I've seen from streaming probably the most positive thing I've seen out there where You've, they've been able to build these communities of people who are willing to be able to give their money to help promote these charities and give them the funds they need to hopefully do some really good in this world for a lot of things that we need because unfortunately we can't rely on like our governments and, and wherever we live and stuff like that to do everything for us like we kind of got to take the bull by our horns find a way how we could help impact the communities in our areas of that and go for it that way what about you I think you're pretty hitting on some pretty hardcore things already, man. I already told you quit trying to scare people <laughs> off. So, you know, it's uh, streaming itself for me. Um, I think it's just generally it's nice that is a lot more accessible than most things, right? Like you can do it young, you can do it older. Um, and a lot of people who are successful either find their niche or whatever. Um as far as like reading liable about everything else, I mean, yes and no. Um, I think a lot of ideas that we have had where, how are we say like, what is considered like a good job? What is considered something that's successful, stable and all that has definitely changed. Um, I feel like a lot of the generation has done stuff a little bit more forward that allows them to kind of live these lives that are seem like they're full of excitement. Like you see a lot of the live action streams, you see a lot of kind of like this game stuff and you realize, Oh, there are a lot of these people. They're all living in a house or they're trying to find a way to kind of interact with people. And they have granted them a lot of opportunity to do a lot of stuff. And after you kind of do it for whatever, rinse and repeat, you have some real, real careers, coming out of it you got agents you got you know sponsorships um i'm not sure if you see like i think qc cinderella uh i'm probably saying it wrong but she's over here for like the last year starting all kinds of stuff like an award ceremony starting off like you know these big old get together groups between other streamers and stuff stuff that we it just wouldn't have been on the map for us especially when we were kind of growing up like a lot of that was just outside of the internet kind of really you know spinning up to be a more consumer product a lot of like trying to do stuff like that just wasn't really feasible and wasn't really in the top of everybody's mind but i feel like streaming itself is just one of those avenues like a product of what the younger generation has been able to kind of blow up a lot and even some people in the older generation like me and you consider wanting to do this and be a part of this other live because we watch it and we're starting to have fun with it and we're starting to be like, hey, can we also, you know, do it? And I think it's just so accessible where it's like a webcam and a microphone and then you're already kind of starting. You know, I think that's very accessible in that kind of case. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like the one thing, too, I would, I've seen a lot of people talk about a lot of people say and stuff like that is if you want to be a streamer one for one it's going to be a really really hard thing to make a career out of streaming but if at least you want to start dabbling into streaming like you just have to do it 
if you just get a webcam it doesn't have to be the best webcam you don't have to have like um all the best like rgb lights set up in the background and all that stuff you know what i mean like there are a lot of people i've seen who are decent streamers and stuff like that and have like a good following that don't have the best setup because they just bring out good content and stuff they have good ideas they have a pretty good community and so when you start to go you just gotta you kind of have to kind of go and be consistent and that's where i, I want to still keep it on the positive side but that's where things can get negative when it comes to streaming because yeah a lot of times you are going to be streaming to yourself just you playing no one watching and stuff like that and um when it comes to it like don't be afraid to send out a message that you're going live to your friends whether it's through twitter facebook instagram snapchat all that stuff you know what i mean because like once your friends start going and start watching and start liking things you do you can start building a community that way because then it gets to spread and then slowly grow and then don't be defeated by the fact that it's not growing right away because um all these streamers that you see out there a lot of them do not just blow up once again they they build the community they have or they have some following already beforehand and that's how they get so big and you know what um kind of talk about my first experience with streaming um it was actually on this channel here where i was kind of doing something kind of like off cuff like it was just something that was kind of brought to me by another friend for a game i was playing because i had saved up like a summoning session i was like you know what i'm gonna save up till i have about 500 or whatever you know something crazy ridiculous amount and stuff like that and it's like you know because that's the only way this is going to be fun just summoning every day for some of the stuff is just it's not as fun it's like you're deluded to it right so i say i'll save it and i a guy said hey why don't you just stream it and i'm all like i didn't even think about how to do it right like i was just all like hey that wasn't wasn't even a mind or a thought across my mind and stuff so i was like oh what, what can i do I'll, let me look at it let me actually entertain it let me see what i need to do and I was like, okay, here's OBS. That's why I hear everybody use. I already got this microphone. I already got all this. Let's see how I can make this work. You know, how many keyboard. And I was like, you know, I could probably make this happen. I just need to find a way to put my phone onto the screen so that I could do it. And I, like you said, I, I did it to like two, three people. And it was mainly the guy who suggested it and like another friend. And, you know, one thing I said it was, it was actually pretty exciting. And I think one of the good things about streaming to nobody um, is that you don't have that pressure immediately. Like um, if it's just to friends, it's nice. But when it's to like, you know, random people that you don't know, you might have feel, had that pressure kind of feeling. And you know, let's say if a hundred people <laughs> jumped on your stream, like when you first started, like you probably wouldn't know what to do. You were trying to feel, figure out how you could be entertaining, how you could do stuff. And sometimes you kind of figure out like, oh, you don't, really know who you're supposed to be on the camera but with my right. experience it was actually really nice because um we knew about the game we knew what parts were exciting so i knew when to be exciting for uh, but even then like i told my you know, my friend told me later like oh yeah i noticed you were kind of like this you know around that time too like you did kind of change a little bit like kind of how you normally would act so even with like a little bit like you do see that you do go through some changes personally um but I still came away from the experience as a very exciting experience. You know, it was really nice. It was great to kind of just do it. And I, one thing I realized about it, it wasn't terribly difficult. Um, it was something that was like, it was just more of like, do it. 
and that was kind of like you just got yeah. it you know <laughs> definitely like when it comes to streaming you just kind of got to do it and then at the same time if you think about it it's also really a good way to connect especially for people like us who like all of our friends are on our same age or older or vice versa you know what i mean so sometimes you all don't have a chance to get together to play games and stuff like that or things like that so it's a good way to just kind of hang out with your friend while they're playing the game and you could just talk with them in the chat you know what i mean like i see um it's kind of like a it's it's something i've had to explain to uh, other parents that don't really pay attention to the gaming world or the gaming or gen games in general because mm-hmm. like what my son does is he gets home from school he finishes everything he needs to do he doesn't stream and stuff like that but i let him jump on to play games and stuff like that and he'll do that for most of the evening but i was like like he's he's doing good in school everything's like that it's fine so i don't there's no need for it and what it is really is just him and his friends are just hanging out and they're just chatting on there talking to each other because they can't go to each other's house because it's a school night but it's a good way for them to interact and so once i saw like that aspect and and put in that and put in that mindset like hey like that makes a lot of sense like they're just hanging out and stuff like that because they can't go to each other's house for the moment because it's a school night it's like well you could do the same thing for it's a it's a work it's a work day for the you and all your friends and some of them might get out later than others but you know what I mean? Like, you can't really hang out, so I'm just going to go ahead and stream what I'm playing. If they want to hang out and talk in the chat, they can, because it's easy to lurk and, like, watch someone that way instead of having to be interactive on comms, talking to them through a microphone and stuff like that. You could just pop in and out and be like, hey, oh, yeah, I know this part. This is a good part of the game. Or, or be like, oh, it's like, oh, you messed up on that. You know what I mean? Like, little dumb things like that. It makes it fun. It makes it interactive. Even if you're not trying to build a crowd and build a, like a whole thing out of it you at least can interact with your friends that way and i think this is what makes why it fits the younger generation better because a lot of people maybe have those kind of aspirations but honestly a lot of them will probably do it just for the sake of doing it um when you hear a lot of um people's like coming up stories or stories or like that it was never i sound like it was never really a goal for a lot of cases while some of them probably is for some people it was just kind of like i was kind of doing this something else that was not relevant not anything that was two points connected to streaming or whatever and then for some reason they just did streaming and after a while just kind of just they, they kind of got lucky popped off and you know it kind of worked out and i think for us where it's like we're really already kind of disconnected from a lot of our friends like we don't live with a lot of like I am about nine and a half hour drive away from you. So that's kind of not going to be happening anytime soon. But there are just a lot of, you know, miss opportunity that like it's hard for us to kind of say, you know, the whole get together stuff. So streaming might be, you know, an option for friends to kind of get together a little bit better if they're all streaming, maybe. But it's it's still nice. It's just one of those things where we all have to get past the part of like, just do it. Yeah, like, um. We didn't really um like live streaming or anything like that, like on Twitch or anything like that. But what my friends and I did, especially during uh the pandemic and stuff like that, is we would uh we would have a movie night on like Discord and stuff like that. So one of us would like choose a movie that we could all watch together. We would stream it and we'd all hang out in the chat and stuff like that. Some of us with our cameras on, some of them not, and we would all just kind of watch a movie that way. And if you even think about it and look at some of the streamers, that's what they do. They just they go, they have a movie night where those because uh since twitch is owned by amazon you could do amazon prime movies so they'll have a vote for movies to watch on amazon 
vote goes through they choose a night and it's like all right hey everyone hang out in the chat we're gonna watch this movie and we'll just all have a good time hanging out watching a movie because dude the pandemic of that showed a lot of that but at the same time like it really helps connect a lot of people that don't are too afraid to actually hang out with people go out and do stuff and things and sometimes some of these streamers uh people look up to and stuff like that so this is their chance to actually have an interaction with them and hang out with them and i'm not going to say all of them are but you would hope at least a good decent amount of them are being sincere about when they're hanging out with them to just you know i mean actually have a good time and not just kind of pull their legs just to be oh i want their money and stuff like that i know there's definitely cases out there because nothing's perfect but it's it's really cool to see you know what i mean like gaming gaming was the idea that kind of grew this streaming involve and then it grew into something huge and then now it's even broadened out to do even more and different things yeah and i i think i i think we probably both gonna kind of agree kind of what it kind of does for a person what can you do for friendships and stuff um but what do you feel like how streaming has really affected gaming in general now, um, streaming for movies and stuff is fine and stuff, but like when it comes to gaming, do you think has had a positive experience on gaming as a whole, or do you feel that it has kind of brought something out that we all kind of avoided, but now is like out in the open? Uh, I think it's been more positive than it has definitely been negative. Like, like I said in the beginning of this, like you you literally have a bunch of uh, indie developers who might actually have like a good following like on twitter and stuff like that and you'll see them posting like hey uh send me your send me your stream your stream accounts and stuff like that you know what i mean like people literally make pretty much like a resume in a, in a sense to for their what they stream what their numbers are and all that stuff and these any developers will go out there it's like hey i want these people to stream our game because we'll send them a code and then it's kind of like a free advertisement and at the same time instead of throwing your game out there to just the open and hoping somebody finds it and hoping like it it takes off as of that you can you can at least attach the community that you're aiming for for this game and at least get the numbers that you're hoping for for the most part doing it that way so that's one of the biggest things i can see in marketing wise it comes towards this like i mean i know all like the big publishers and stuff doing now and stuff like that but i think it really really opens open the door for these indie developers and products to really have have a stay a standout you even have a place to where it might not be like the biggest game out there on steam and stuff like that but it got the numbers they needed they wanted and the community they wanted to reach out to my opinion on it is i still think even in 2023 now i can't say 2022 anymore um I still feel that a lot of companies don't know what to do about streaming yet. Um, I still think a lot, and I and we've seen this. I think a lot of the pitfalls are still kind of going up and down. Whereas, like streaming has gave immense exposure to like certain games that like were just a speck in you know it shut IO like Among Us. You know that game had like multiplayer game of the year. But the game came out like two years prior to that. Like it was already right. kind of a game that like like here and there, not everybody played it. But because like seven streamers played it, you know, now that the game is the biggest thing in the world. And just seeing what they had to do in order to make the game, you know, work its best and make sure it could be portable <laughs> to a lot of other stuff and do crazy stuff. It's like they had to really work, you know, immensely crazy in order to kind of get the game to like a certain extent 
but the exposure kind of like send it to the moon like if it was a cryptocurrency i would have bet on it it was just one of those <laughs> things where it, it was just a great thing that happened to it and it's five nights at freddy's all the, a lot of these other games that we've seen have gained some great exposure because some youtube ever played it or you know a streamer played it and i think that has been the best you know even if they paid for it or not has been the best like exposure to getting their game out in front of people but i still see a lot of developers and stuff not necessarily liking the fact that some people are playing their game like nintendo or most japanese kind of oriented like hey like we don't like you i we know you bought it but i appreciate if you didn't stream it i appreciate you weren't showing i know i'm not sure if it was persona four or five where the company didn't want anybody to restream because people they didn't want them to show like the cutscenes and all the stuff that was kind of happening on it. They were like, you kind of want that to be a personal experience. And right now you're kind of like, you allow people to experience the game without having to touch it. So they have less of a reason to play it. And for an RPG, I kind of feel that because if you kind of know how the story is, like if I just cut down of all of Genshin to its cutscenes, then it's like, okay, I kind of got the most out of it uh, that I probably care for if I'm more RPG focused or more adventure focused. Because now I kind of know what happens. I know what to do. I know what's going on. I like this or whatever character is basically kind of like a movie. But then when you try to experience it yourself, you're kind of like, uh, like I'm skipping this or I'm going this. Like you're not kind of experiencing the full game at that point. But there are just some developers that are just like, yeah, we just we don't want you to do it because we said so. Like it does, it doesn't matter. We we don't care what you think. Like I don't like it that you're doing it, so my, you're not doing it. And I think some of that is thing is kind of crazy because it's like one of those things where you own something and you feel like you can't truly experience it or truly do something with it because someone else who you know somewhere where they, they made their money, they're up some tower or whatever. They they told you they can't because they, they're trying to protect their IP or they feel that their IP is in danger. And that's kind of where it's like the up and downs are from before. Um, at the same time, a lot of controversy has come up because of game streaming, especially if they do a, you know attack a streamer and be like, hey, can you quit doing that? Oh, hey, this game company doesn't like people. Like let's right. let's boo them, boo that game company, you know. And it's like, yeah, it's like you know, it kind of brings that too. And now companies have to kind of adapt to this kind of thing and kind of treat it, you know, with care, making sure they can't do particular stuff. Um, and then, of course, you're talking it to a younger audience, so a lot of them don't understand that if they're doing something, they think it's a benefit. It shouldn't be not a benefit for you. You know, it's like, oh, but you're getting most most exposure. This should be okay. And then it's like, eh. it's like if five people play and everybody feels like they got the experience, that the other people are not going to play it, kind of thing. Right. I, I see where they're coming from. I mean, it's streaming is still like a very very new th- thing that people are trying to get used to and accommodate to. The only problem with this is that since it's on the internet, it's blown up. You know what I mean? Like. Mm-hmm. You're seeing, you're seeing what like takes what took the music industry or even the movie industry decades and decades of time to find out how to like fill the cracks, the seams, and stuff like that when it comes to any like copyright laws and stuff like that. And with streaming, it's kind of like, oh hey, like 
I get why companies will not like it because it's like, oh, well, this person is just going to stream my game. They have a following of like 100,000 people who are watching it. Well, that's the possibility of 100,000 people not buying my game right there. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And then on the other side of it, too, you have it like, oh, well, this person has 100,000 people watching their stream. That gives us uh, exposure to another 100,000 people buying our game that might not have bought it. And it's one of those things where it's kind of a double-edged sword, and that's where as we move forward with streaming and stuff like that, it's really interesting to see how it's developing and stuff like that. Like for a while, uh, Twitch, if, if you were a partner with Twitch, stuff like that, you couldn't stream on any other platform. And now they've changed the rules on that and stuff like that. And you see a lot of, yeah, I know it's not completely, but it, but it's one of those things where like, you see, like they're trying to figure out the rules and the ways to change things where it works out best for both sides of the pendulum. And, Unfortunately, one side's never going to be happy, and the other side's never going to be happy. And it's about finding that happy, that medium part where everyone can be like, okay, this is a good spot for it. This is great. And when it comes to streaming games, like, that's kind of a thing where at this point in time, for the most part, most of them are allowed to be streamed. Whereas when it comes to movies, if you try and stream a movie, you can get a copyright infringement called on you for stuff like that, or even a uh, music. And like it's like music is really one of the biggest ones too because like a lot of games have licensed music so how do you stream this game like let's say grand theft auto had a bunch of licensed music so it's like how are we going to stream this game we want to play but the music's in it too and you've seen other games come out and they have a quote-unquote streamer friendly friendly mode like for music so that way all the game that's being on the all the music on the game being streamed is okay and you won't get a copyright infringement for it it's really interesting like because we're kind of on the opposite end of it we're a little bit older and we know more about the rules and stuff like that when it comes to these things and i think it's funny watching a lot of these younger streamers like get upset or get mad because they get these copyright infringements put on them and stuff and it's like well you, you got to understand like the music industry the movie industry etc is very very different from the gaming industry and so when all those things clash together this is the music and movie industry are still very very old-fashioned like movies are finally starting to get better on there in a sense when it comes to streaming and stuff like that but when it comes to sharing their content and stuff it's still very very strict and very very locked down uh, don't do it you're not allowed you know what i mean like we grew up watching over and over on vhs and dvds that like fbi warning stealing is a fraud like you I mean they had commercials before movies and stuff in the movie theaters at one point for stealing movies or watching them you know what i mean and stuff like that so i really wonder how gaming's gonna adapt because this is something that's brand new to the entire entertainment world and it's doing a lot of really really good things for gaming and twitch alone and youtube now with their streaming are becoming such a powerhouse for being able to stream games making money etc etc like how, how are these companies going to fight against amazon and google in those aspects i i think you brought up something like very important um and i was i was just checking while you were talking and thinking about the average copies like a game needs to sell and it's really harder for the kind of balance it for triple a is um versus indie so for it but for indie i think it i can kind of understand this a little bit and i'll probably say the high number so like a game that sells on steam is like 
a good successful sales, probably 2000 copies. Okay. And like you said, if a streamer has in good streamers could have up to a thousand to 4,000 people, at least max jumping on their stream and possibly, you know, that many concurrently. Uh-huh. And you would hope, and it's a good, the good rule is always the 10%. You would hope that 10% of those people would go right after and go buy it. You know, so if you had four, you know, 4,000, you're looking at hopefully 400 people and will go out and buy the game because they were that interested in it. And that kind of gets you about like a fifth of the way of that 2,000. So it's one of those things where it's like you have to kind of have that bet because a lot of people, I probably won't jump on it. Like I've seen Jumpman so many times from other people playing it, but I have yet to kind of think about, hey, do I want to try the challenge out myself? Mainly because it's just kind of like, oh, but the game, all the game is about is getting up to the top. It's a, It looks fun. I think it has a very good, easy, nice concept to it, but it's just kind of like, yeah, but that's kind of it. Once I'm done, I'm, I'm done with it. It's not really like, it's not an experience that I really need to have or go. So is that's something for me that's good to watch somebody else play it and see them fail and see them like overreact about it and stuff like that. So that wouldn't be like a good conversion for me, which at the end of the day hurts the developer at that point. If they were, if this was their first year and they're trying to get that 2000, like, Oh, well I'm how many people kind of think like me, you know? Yeah. And for a triple a where we're top rate, we're it, it needs to sell a million. I think as I'm throwing a number out, you know, without any kind of, Oh no. Or anything. Like you need to sell a million because the money yeah. that be, that went behind it to develop at the time and what needs to be kind of recuperated after kind of all that, you need to sell a high amount. And a lot of games miss that mark. So when you a lot of them look at streaming as a way to like try and make that up, it's like a lot of them are afraid because if it's like a big story mode, like I feel like if it's like um one of the uh bigger pine i'll just say that because that's a recent one like that right. one, full story if i saw someone play the whole thing like there'd be no point in me buying it you know there'd be no point in me buy- paying the two thousand dollars for it right or not two thousand twenty twenty dollars for it i think right <laughs> because i saw the whole thing i know what happened i know what choices give me this without having to even look at a strategy guide so i feel like that kind of really hurts the game itself right so it's it, it's hard because it's like it's come to the question of is the bet worth it did you create a game to where people like it so much that they're willing to get it and if you're trying to get a streamer who can't even do 4000 concurrently they're not cheap can you get them somehow interested or do you get their, their agent to buy it I mean, you're also you're competing against people like Ray Shadow Legends and stuff for these streamers, like who are trying to make sure they get their game out in front of people. So, you know, can you actually do it? And that's I feel like that's hard. Like, I, yeah, I, definitely. I, I don't really know where to answer it, but it's one of those things where it's like, it possibly could hurt, but is the risk worth it enough? And I think kind of yes. Like, I think at this point, streaming has a way of turning stuff up in the positive and 
it could really bring out some negative, but honestly, I think it, it ends up being a positive for most people. If a game does really take off, then more people will play it. And I think games like Among Us and all that are pretty good indicators of that. Yeah, definitely. It's I've also seen a couple of streamers and stuff like that who don't necessarily stream their games playing, but they want to get into game development in some way or form. And a lot of time it's usually on the artist aspect of it where they'll show like their art sprites that they create whether it's in pixel form or in 3d form and what they do is they'll stream themselves creating that art for the uh, for their own original character ip that they're making and sometimes they they get enough crowd people or just enough uh motion to where game developers will see that and be like hey like let's let's reach out to this person to hire him so that way we can we can uh what's it called we can we can add them to the team hopefully you know what i mean if if we we give them an interview we like what they see we we they have a past history already on their stream account to show that they have they have the works they had they can do the art that we want them to do and stuff like that and we like their art style so that's another way that streaming has really helped out the gaming industry you know what i mean like it's gotten people jobs in a sense to get or at least get their feet in the door for the game industry um it goes to the same thing for uh like video editors and stuff like that where they decide to stream stuff like that and they edit their own content or they start editing content for other creators and stuff like that and so a company sees that and goes oh i like what they're doing we need uh we need to contract someone for this new game we're making to help us edit these videos so let's reach out to this person then they reach out like sometimes they get the job sometimes they don't and then you know I mean it's just it's a lot of good exposure i think overall more than it is bad although there is a lot of bad things that come with streaming and there's still a lot of things we need to figure out how to do correctly because with the way uh copyright works stuff like that it's like how are you gonna get someone in trouble if they're streaming from india of a game that's made in the united states and has their rights over here and you know I mean it's 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 that's where like it, the weeds get really thick entwined you're like like is it worth fighting to find this out or are we going to just kind of stick with it as is i think it's it's very interesting because i think it's i think music is what hurts the most when it comes to any of this because like while you can have permission to do the game do you have permission to do the music accompany it and one of our videos actually was like yellow tagged on youtube which was the um video game awards when we were live for that we actually got yellow tagged for that because it was like hey i don't think you own a lot of this stuff and it was mainly the music it wasn't really right. like the content or the video around that it was mainly the music and it was just kind of like well we're kind of streaming something that's literally free to, to like to everybody like everybody yeah. watched this and and all that but it's because i streamed it that's a no-no not because i watched it and it, it's stuff like that where it's like, oh, what do we, you know, how do we react to that? What's the best way to kind of really come to terms of like, if I want to play this game or want to do all this, like, can I not, you know, use the music at all? Because like, a lot of people use the Persona 5 music for like everything. Yeah. Like, I see, I hear that those main songs be played on vastly different streamers, not just like, you know, RGB fans and stuff like that. And you know, would you be claiming their entire video or stopping the entire process or striking them 
because you know they played the song or they play five seconds i've seen some people like lose everything for like three seconds is it and it's weird and we know there are like companies out there who are paid to go find this stuff or there are even some companies that just maliciously hey we're kind of doing the copyrights anyway blah 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 and you really don't want to fight it and blah 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 and it's, it, it's sad because it's like you kind of what i wanted to say about some of the bad thing is it has brought bad some kind of bad actor opportunities and a lot of those bad actor opportunities are because the money's there um, right when we talk about a streamer kind of starting out it's really hard now for twitch it's immensely hard to get any a lot of people in there. and it's because twitch isn't there isn't a way to favor new creators on twitch it's you're always gonna be at the bottom if you're playing the popular game you're gonna be at the bottom of the popular game unless no one's playing it somehow in that one hour that you're on a lot of people like you probably won't see you because they have to get through like 20 other people before they can see you it's like you end up being the second page of google it's like you're probably never going to be seen at all and even for us like you know we're under the podcast it it's probably hard for people to find us under podcasts i mean who there's a lot of podcasts and there's people who are actually doing podcasts every day so it's one of those things like well are people going to watch us when just somebody with a hundred you know concurrent viewers is already kind of on top of us so there's a company out there that's like hey i heard you need views yep <laughs> so they're yeah you know i think one streamer kind of got hit by that their videos are playing on another website they're embedded the embedded videos and it just plays on there it just runs in there so people who just go there for like other things unrelated to it is videos playing in the corner and that counts as a view and he has gotten a lot of views from that um and we kind of got to the point where you can find out who's doing what just by the matrix and the data but it's like that still helps that kind of gets him to a point where he could do bad at the beginning and then get to the point where he could do good because he he now has the the minimum requirements to be seen in twitch's algorithm or you know stuff like that and it's like okay so there's a company that just inserted them trying to get this you know kind of little hack working and then on our videos we have a lot of bots that hit us up about like hey yeah you got I got the time. Like, you know, we'll, <laughs> you know, we get more interaction from them than most things. So it's just, it, it, it comes to bring them like a lot of these kind of things that are like, oh, something that was kind of pure stuff is like, well, I mean, if you want to be noticed, you have to do some stuff. It happened with, it, it happened with Instagram all the time with blue mm-hmm. checks and all that. Now Twitter saying, hey, you want to be verified? Pay me. <laughs> you know, like $8. Come on. Yeah. So that's how I kind of feel like it's like it started to kind of bring out these other things. And of course, money is normally the ultimate objective, but it brings out a lot of stuff that where it's all like it could be good for the streamer. It could be bad. Right. It's one of those things where whenever you do things like that, you need to verify everything before you send them any of your information, because a lot of those people are out there to either scam or sometimes they're just not really good companies to work with. Like they might mean well and stuff like that, but they just so it happens there's just companies out there that aren't doing so well you know what i mean that's that's just how life is and um i think like the other kind of negative side that comes out of it that you see a lot is uh like how uh 
how bad people are to uh, women who stream on Twitch or even YouTube and stuff like that. Where that's that's one of the, the, the taboo things where it, it it makes the gaming industry look really really bad in general. Cause it's just like, oh, you're a gamer. Well, that means you don't like women. Cause look what you're doing here. It's like, well, that's not me or anything like that. You know what I mean? That, but I know. But that, of course, that's what's gonna get. Oh, that's what's gonna get the clicks. That's what's gonna get the likes because it's something bad happening. And that in that, itself is an entire video. Be quite yeah. Honest, <laughs> that just kind of gets into a whole thing about you know women in gaming women trying to be in gaming you know and then a lot of the stigma around it and that that, that we'll do that video at one point um well i think once we kind of get an audience that people really kind of chime in on it but that's definitely that's such a big can of worms by itself to kind of really get into that it's like it it's it's one of the kind of like the true positive and negatives that kind of came out of streaming right, right. i think we could agree like while there are some stigma, there's a lot of girls out there who are making way more money than me, <laughs> you know, no matter what. And there's a lot of them that are like, you know, technically the lower tier streaming who are still making really good bank. So like there's always kind of like the ups and downs with it, but there's a lot of bad things that kind of come out with it, too, that are like it's very unfortunate. And right. some things like, you know, me as a guy don't necessarily kind of feel a lot of that stuff. There are some other things that you know, my, my weight and all that, that I'll probably be subconscious of, but I can kind of hide behind that or whatever, or I can, my, my mind's probably is in a different space on that, but that's when you have a thousand people saying it, that's kind of really hard. And I feel there's just some kind of worms that can be open for some people. So absolutely. That's, that's one of the, that's where the negative side of streaming comes out where you're like, all right, this, this sucks to see. And I mean, you would always hope for the best, but Mm -hmm. it is what it is it's just another platform where we can bring the worst out of people it's kind of like yep. facebook kind of brings the worst out of your your family twitter <laughs> brings out the worst out of society and instagram kind of brings well i'm not sure what instagram brings anymore it's just, it's kind of i have it on there and i'm still kind of don't know what to really make of the app yeah have to yeah it's, I feel like it's harmless at the same time like it's also very like you know look at me all the time like in some cases very fake <laughs> yeah yeah that's 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 the other thing that kind of you could get from streaming too is like sometimes the people that you are watching that's not really their personalities like you know what i mean there are people who do put on an act for streaming because they're doing a performance you know what i mean they're on camera they're under the lights they're doing a performance because to entertain mm. and you need like as a viewer and stuff like that you need to understand that when it comes to those people like if you like their content you like what they're doing just understand that that might not actually be their personality they might be completely different or they might just be a not so excited or out there and stuff like that and that's kind of really hard to really kind of dive into that too because then that kind of gets into the parasocial relationship <laughs> and stuff like that of is somebody really being an entertainer or are they really being their authentic self and right. a lot of times it's really hard because the whole point of like watching a streamer and kind of watching people of your age do stuff is because you're trying to feel some kind of familiarity with them. And a lot of times you're thinking like, oh, yeah, this guy's just more ex, you know, how would I say it? extroverted than I am, you know, right. so of course, he, he might be a little bit more funny. He might be like the clown in, in class or whatever, or he might be the person that kind of says a lot of stuff. And everybody's like, yeah, hey, that kind of makes a lot of sense. Now that you say it, 
it, there's a lot of opportunity for that. And it's, I don't want to say it's really difficult, but it's hard to have the mindset of that person isn't being their authentic self because they are acting probably what you would have already seen. But now you're trying to think like, but are they doing this for a job? Are they trying to entertain me? Because sometimes people who are also streamers say some some of the darnest things, right? Like, yeah. you know, I think in this last week, so much stuff has been on Twitter about people saying something that kind of like, yeah, that, that's weird, man. Why, why did you actually publicly kind of announce that? And then you realize how much traffic they got from it. And you're like, okay, that's where the bad comes from. Like, it's, you could say something bad and people are talking bad about it. But it's the fact that they're talking about it is what kind of the return on value of that. And that's like, uh, that's exactly kind of what this kind of stuff has done. It's like it's kind of bringing out ways of hacking society to help you. Right. And at the same time, like, if you try looking at it from a gaming industry perspective, like, you have to really pick and choose if you're going to promote your game through a streamer to make sure and try and get the right one because you don't want your company to have fallback of something that they might possibly do on camera you know what i mean and that's that's where it's still very raw and very new and stuff like that like even though it's been around for a while like industry wise it's still really really new like yeah it's been years that streaming's been a thing and stuff like that but it's just still so new like this stuff takes long time to figure out and unfortunately because the internet and how fast the world moves now we just you, you see everyone trying to figure it out as it as they go right now and it's it's fun to see and interesting to see and, and like it's, I really would love to like see a documentary five to ten years now about like the streaming the boom of it and like what it ended up coming to you know what I mean it'd be really interesting to find out yeah and I think it is good and quite honestly I I don't think we gave enough time for this topic than now the more <laughs> that I'm talking about it because we kind of introduced a lot of other stuff but I think what streaming done for gaming has is a lot right like this this itself could be his own documentary and stuff, but I do, but well, we do have to cut it from here. Cause unfortunately today's episode was going to, was supposed to be short. Um, mm-hmm. Unfortunately we couldn't be there with y'all on Friday and everything. So we had to make a short one. Hopefully this is a little bit more digestible. Like quite honestly ask, we want to ask the question, do you like shorter episodes? Our, our goal is to hit kind of like the two hours, but we kind of know there's some cases where we, we kind of go on more tangents after a while and we kind of want to reduce the the tangents a little bit or just reduce it to just be like the quality content so today though it, it's mainly a timing issue so i'm sorry that we have to kind of kick off early today but we do appreciate it if you are watching this live we do appreciate you jumping um let us know about how the episode went and of course we can't wait to see you next week and hopefully we'll be live definitely next week right yeah okay so if you want us to do this longer you can always like subscribe and everything and maybe we could get an audience (laughs) hey man like any traffic helps one absolutely one person makes makes a difference just like saving 100 pennies you know still equals a dollar that's the kind of you know yeah for sure absolutely so we do appreciate it everybody thank you for watching gaming over 30 today of course you know, like, share, subscribe, like Chris said. We are, you know, it is free. We're not, we're not charging you. It's not a paid tier and everything. It's just do it for us. Do it because you care. But with that, <laughs> my name is Deshaun Williams. This is Christopher Moncada, and we will see you next time.